I wanted to be the one to fill your dark soul with podcasts! This is episode 43 of Insert Credit. I'm Alex Jaffe, and my most recent video game dream was about being lost in a bookstore which only sold hardcover strategy guides. Huh. Um, video game dream, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's hard for me to remember the last one. I've had a few, though. It's hard for me to remember any. I'm, I'm just going to say, since I can't remember the last one, I'm just going to re- say the one that first came to mind. Sure. Um, which was, I had... Uh, well, okay, introduce I'm, yourself I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Brandon Sheffield, hello. And uh, my the last video game dream that I can remember having was... Um, I found this rare game console that um, had uh, it was not lit uh, it, was, it was a handheld game console um, it wasn't backlit or anything um, and it was essentially the, 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 the characters, the sprites and everything were moving around on a kind of tin background so it was, it was, on, it was on metal like those, those old foil uh, photograph prints, and I was like, yeah. man, this is the most amazing visual style for a game console that I have ever seen, and it really stuck with me, actually, since then. <laughs> I, I would love for a game to look like that, and some, some, some game industry people have said with shaders it may be possible to actually do it, but um, <laughs> it had a fantastic look because all the colors were kind of um, not washed out, but, but like, well, they were they were uh, they were muddied in a very interesting metallic kind of way. It, it just looked it looks like a handheld game console that had been made in the 1920s somehow. Wow, that's yeah, it was cool. It was a pretty cool time. So there you go. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Do you have a dream, Tim, or should I go? Uh, go for it. Uh, my name is Frank Sfali. Hello. Um, Similarly to Brandon, this is the last one I can remember, and also similarly to Brandon, I found something. I was in a thrift store looking through old NES games, and I picked up a uh, blue Color Dreams cartridge. I don't know if you guys know Color Dreams. Uh, They made really crappy games. They didn't have a license. They became religious later and released stuff as Wisdom Tree. And I found one of the religious games. It was Bible Adventures 2. The sequel Ooh. to Bible Adventures. Now, Bible Adventures 2 doesn't exist, and I knew this in the dream. I'm like, wow, I think I found an old video game no one's ever heard of. And the cover was Noah on a skateboard doing, like, two peace signs. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, wow, I've discovered something new. And then I kind of looked at it and went, it's probably really bad, and I put it back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll never have that. There's one more guy on this show. Which one? That would be Tim Rogers. Oh, I've heard hey, of him. What's up? What's up? Tim, have you ever had a video game dream that you can talk about? Yeah, I I have them sometimes about the games that we're working on and uh during which uh specific features that I thought were fun are not fun <laughs> because I'm trying to uh because they haven't been implemented yet and then I'm playing the game and being like, This is terrible. You know what that makes you? What? That makes you the Android. That makes you the Andrew Lloyd Webber of video game design. Is that A-L-W. true? Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber claims that his ideas come to him in his dreams. I guess that happens with a lot of people. I mean, right. I get like it. It's more like anti ideas. It's like yeah, it's it's you're you're you are testing 
your, the ideas that you had during mm-hmm. your waking day, which is a very common dream thing from what I know. Like, I think people mm-hmm. sort of practice public speaking and stuff in their dreams. Lately, I've been doing a lot of these prototypes of game ideas, and every once in a while you come across, like, a bug, a thing that, like, it's not, not really a bug so much as something that just doesn't work at all the way you thought it was going to. And then uh, you end up uh, trying to fix it, and you, you freak out a whole bunch. And then a couple minutes later, the same thing happens, and you, you freak out again, but less. And then the third time, you freak out a little bit less. And the fourth time, there is no fourth time. So then there's like the next time something makes you freak out, it's just magnitudes beyond the first freak out from the last thing because you you thought you'd gotten over freaking out about stuff. It's just this way with problem solving in general. So for the last week or so, that has been involved in a lot of my dreams, trying to make something... It's like, why can't I figure this out? And it's like I'm making a game that's not anything like the game that I was trying to make in the real world life. And it sucks. Those are our dreams. Maybe <laughs> next episode we'll cover our hopes. The uh, real this world is, life. <laughs> this is the Insert Credit Podcast. This is the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm going to tell you guys a bunch of topics. you got six minutes to discuss them. Then we go on. We wrap it up with a lightning round. Then we do it again every week until the end of time. Heck yeah. Whoa. Interrupting you is really fun, Jaffe. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to be where you're sitting. <laughs> but uh, I ain't got the credentials. Let's Crit. start with question one. Which game would you most like to play exclusively while getting your hair cut? Oh, hmm. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it would be... It would probably be a console game or something like that so that I could have a controller and be far away from the screen that I'm looking at because yeah. if, it's, if it's on a touch screen or something, my right. hair is going to be falling down on it. Yeah, you have to be able to manipulate. It can't be a connect game either. No. No, definitely not. It might pick up your stylist and do weird stuff. Yeah. I'd like to uh, point out that such barber shops actually exist. I was taken to one as a small child and would always uh, go to the Sonic Spinball kiosk, and that is how I experienced that game. That's interesting. The hair salon that I used to go to in Japan had computers, like Windows PCs, set up at each of the... Uh, the 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 haircutting stations, and uh, like this, that's my haircut. I'm doing scissors <laughs> with my fingers, in case you're mm-hmm. listening. Um, like so, at all the haircutting stations, there were Windows PCs that had just wealths, bounties of uh, pirated videos. So, hmm. I, I I watched a lot of uh, I watched like episodes of Dragon Ball. They had like music videos from Japanese pop bands. It was all on like some server where they had like just millions of things. It was pretty cool. I think I'd go with uh, Candy Box. Yeah, I'd say right now Candy Box is a fr- is a front runner. Yeah. Um because it's uh it's kind of mindless in case I want to monitor what the uh what the hairdresser is doing, but there there are choices that I can make. So So do yeah. you guys not talk to your stylists cuz I do. Sometimes I do, but not I mean, I don't know, what do they have to say? Sometimes I, I talk to him, but... Well, like, you guys probably don't have, like, your stylist that you go to and it's the same person. Or maybe you do. N- well, no. I mean, I go, I, I go I to that to. 
I go to that okay. place, and uh, they got a few different people there. They you see, like, yeah, I have a stylist who knows me, and we talk about what's been happening in the last month of her life. So like, like, like an old lady would. Yeah. <clears throat> I go to the same getting, place yeah. that Brandon goes, but uh, that's right. But uh, you, oh man, some of those those dudes there kind of suck. But yes, uh, that's one of the problems. Uh, uh, that's why man. you need a stylist. You need to find someone who knows you, and you can just point at your hair and be like, "Well, I mean." It. Keep in mind, Frank. I did do that for a very long portion of my life. I, oh, I I'm keeping that in mind. Stylist for a long time, but uh, lately, you know. But the th- most of the dudes at that place are pretty good. But yeah. uh, there's like a there's like an hour long wait if you go on the weekend, <laughs> and uh, that sucks. Sometimes so, two hours. Yeah, I I wouldn't go at the the two hour time. It's it's easy enough to find out when that is. But uh, yeah, I would want to play a game on the so getting your hair cut. Uh, do we, do you want to talk about the game with the person who's cutting your hair? Do you want it to be something they can talk to you about? I wouldn't mind just playing like a Dragon Quest game with a wireless controller on a TV that's you know far yeah. enough away. But but keep in mind, to... you only play this game when you're getting your haircut. So yeah. it's your progress. But if you want to play it in between haircuts, you're out of luck. I guess it might be um, somewhat amusing to be cutting hair in competition with your stylist on a, a in a video game but maybe <laughs> so, maybe that would also be really boring but a haircutting game uh, so busy scissors on the Wii is the only haircutting game i know i think there must be some other ones but yeah there's pro- i mean Wii and DS those are probably the places because mm-hmm. the, those those Nintendo consoles are the places where uh, you try to turn work into fun uh yeah, work fun it's just all those, all those game. games are like here. We're, we here's a here's a thing you could do for a job. Try to have fun with it. You're there's five. A, there's a mini game in uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars where you can give people tattoos, and uh, you're given money based on how well your ta- how good your tattoo job is. So I imagine maybe the haircut game would be similar to that. Give it to Rockstar Leads. So you're. You're just drawing, like, cutting off the hair by drawing over it. I guess. There should be a Kinect haircutting game where you're using, you have to use your arms as scissors. <laughs> I agree with that. So you're just, you're just scissoring with your, your oh, arms. Oh, definitely. These huge, exaggerated scissor motions. And you're just... And you have to, you know, like that. And then somebody has to have an analog or a controller, and they use an analog stick to, like, rotate the head that you're cutting. I think I'd want to play an adventure game, actually. Like an old adventure game, maybe even a text adventure game, because hmm. um, because it, you're only doing this like once a month, maybe. Maybe twice a month if you go in for touch-ups or whatever. Um, so I, I'd want it to be a game that like I walk away and think about, like, how do I get past that thing, or how do I solve that puzzle? And it would be kind of cool to force yourself to play an adventure game, like People had to in the 80s or whatever, where they had they didn't have a game fax. They had no choice but to walk away and have to think about it. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, so, it reminds you from the strategy guide element. I suppose yeah. you could also do something uh, like where the 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 volume of hair that is cut from your head acts as currency in the game. So if you if you get stop thinking uh, about candy box, Brandon. If you wait longer. <laughs> Uh, then your hair will will be weightier and and you can get more currency when you when you're when you're playing this thing. 
I think the true the the one cool thing would be if there was a uh, uh, like a social game that uh, was only you know moved much more slow paced. Was that the sound? Oh, there it is. The, the fin- wow. final answer for me is uh, Civilization Five. I would have a custom Civilization Five game going. No, Civilization Three. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Five. Three Civilization. Sure, why not? I've never Three played Civilization, but I'm gonna. I want to do that. Cause... It's like a one-player board game. Yep. Right. I mean, unless you're playing it multiplayer. Honk. Which video game adaptation of a film being released this summer would you most like to work on? Oh, man. Oh, man. What films are being released this summer? Yeah, Fast and out, Furious man. 6. What else is there? There's a whole bunch of films. Go on to, just go on to some website that's got movies. And just man, I, I, don't, I don't know about this stuff. I guess... The answer that... is Fast and Furious 6, though. I want to make a Fast and Furious 6 game because I want... The Rock to be in it, and I want The Rock to come into my studio and tell me I'm doing a good job. Like to be like, <laughs> you're doing a really good job, dude. And I want to be like, thanks, Brock. And he'll be like, man, wow, yeah, this is really cool. There's one need called to, Aroused. Do you need the motion? Yeah. Well, I, the, what? The Great Gatsby comes out in May. Uh, would you want to work on a Great Gatsby game, maybe? Someone Check. already made a, a a pretty all right Great yeah. Gatsby game, yeah. NES style. Uh, it wasn't actually very good, I thought, but it was cute. It, it, was it wasn't. I said all right. At all. Yeah. It wasn't. Even um, right. it was I don't. Okay. Know, I want to. I want to do a movie based on uh, a game. The uh, Friday, May third release, "Scatter My Ashes at Bergdorf's," <laughs> and that'll be yeah, a, connect, a connect game where you scatter ashes to the wind and cry. <laughs> oh, much to do about nothing. That comes in June. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the real my 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 serious answer is uh, Fast and Furious Six. I right. think it would uh, be a good, I I think a, uh, it would be a good excuse to make a game about really dumb dudes who are stealing cars. Man, those Fast and Furious movies, uh, Fast Five, it was so good. I don't know if anybody out there has seen it, but uh, it's it's hilarious. It's just great. And it has really good, really well put together action scenes. Uh, I'm not being ironic or sarcastic. It's, I, I actually think it's great. Yeah, I've been told I'm missing out on the Fast and Furious series. There's a there's a movie here called Disney's Planes. Um, I think I would. I, I oh wait, I, I realize now it's going to be cars except with planes. Yeah, you yep. want to do a license, but I was. I was hoping it would be like any plane from Disney, and I could make a shooter out of all of the these little cartoon planes. But I'd probably yeah. hate it. So um, I'm looking at these titles, and a lot of them just sound like video games already. Like Dirty Wars sounds like a really crappy like social game. Um, what else? World War Z sounds like a, uh, yeah. a video game. Are you are you guys not really familiar with movies that are coming out? Like no, no do you, like do you, you don't really know this stuff? No. There's a Superman movie coming out. World yeah. War Z is a movie about uh, millions of zombies uh, invading the world. I mean, Brandon, I thought you knew that there's the new Neil Blomkamp movie comes out in August. Yeah. Elysium. No, there, there is. That, there that is, looks but I don't, really awesome. It looks great, it's, but I don't want to make it. It's got a whole a, bunch of shooting and stuff. I don't want to make I, a would, game out of that. What about playing a game? Which which one of these would you play a game based on the world? I want to play the July 12th release, uh, Crystal Fairy. I was Heck disappointed. Yeah. I was disappointed to learn that World War Z wasn't an adaptation of the Red Ribbon Army saga from Dragon Ball. Oh, oh yeah. that would actually be pretty cool. I thought it was uh, World Wars. Just World Wars, yeah. 
Um, there's there's actually a, a Lone Ranger movie coming out. I might want to make a, a 2D cowboy game out of that. Yeah, there, the old Lone Ranger game was pretty cool. Did you ever play that? I didn't. Uh, there's a new Riddick this summer. Everybody loved the first Riddick game. I thought Riddick is uh, September. Yeah, I guess that is... That's not summer. Is that, I, is that the sitcom, that's Everyone Loves Riddick? Everybody yeah. loves Riddick. So on Friday, August 23rd, uh, possibly the last week of summer releases, there's a Drinking Buddies is coming out, which is a really weird direction for the, the Buddies series. Yeah, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Drinking Buddies? I, I really I don't, don't even know what that. Snow Buddies or Space Buddies is. I don't either. Uh, well, there was, Air, there was Air Bud... And then yeah. there was Air Buddies, which was Air Bud, but with talking puppies. Oh, man. So now these are talking puppies wanna... that are drinking, apparently? That's I horrible. I suppose so, yes. Then they sent those talking puppies to space and et cetera, et cetera. They puppies got love drunk. space. Yeah. Why not? Puppies in space. Fast and Furious 6. There needs to be a Fast and Furious video game that's not an arcade racing game. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like Grand Theft Auto, but like really crunk. I mean, I'm being serious here. Like, there's a scene in the Fast and Furious 6 trailer where Vin Diesel is driving a car. He, he, gets, he, he gets into an airplane that is taking off on the runway, and he gets in the car, and he, he starts the engine, and he drives it out the front of the airplane and, and, and slams it, lands down on the runway as the airplane continues taking off. I mean, that's pretty awesome, and then the airplane explodes. Wow. I mean, come on, man! It's, it I looks, am missing it looks, out. It looks fantastic. You got to see Fast Five. Uh, it's like people make criticisms about action movies where it's like, oh, it's like it's just like watching somebody play a video game. But it's I like mean, Fast Five is like watching people play a really, really awesome video game. I'm spoiler alert, but that's basically the last mission of the Ballad of Gay Tony in reverse. Fly, you're flying into an airplane? Or yeah, you into drive into the airplane and then it takes off and it blows. Uh, you shoot a guy and it blows up in midair and you parachute out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was I, pretty I, cool. I still haven't played that one. Uh, I've got it right there on my... It's fun shelf. time. Yeah. It's, uh, believe it or not, actually in my Xbox 360 right now. <laughs> I was going to play it uh, like tonight or tomorrow because I haven't played... The, the Liberty City episodes for Grand Theft Auto 4, and there's that new trailer about Grand Theft yeah. Auto 5 or whatever, so I was like, I should play those. You should, they're good. So got, a lot of, got a whole lot of those, uh, those animated Muppets in that, in that new trailer. <laughs> yeah, I heard about those Muppets. I saw you tweet about them. Yeah. So the final answer, I think, is Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. Yeah, <laughs> there, Fair there, there'll be a game of that. No, it's, uh, it's Fast and Furious 6. Okay, fine. What it's would... Fast- Definitely. Well, there's a movie called, coming out called Fruitvale Station. Wow. Oh, man. I go there sometimes. Yeah. Fast and Furious 6. East Bay. Yes, that's us. All we right. know that stuff. What would be the ideal premise for a video game set in Oakland, California? Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, well, someone did a Minecraft here. That was yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. I probably... What, what do you, that uh, that TI-82 game, Drug Wars, would be pretty good. Just kidding. Yep. <laughs> I, I think basically any <clears throat> any game set in a, a city where you can have cool conversations with people, um, Oakland would be a good place for it. We've got a diversity of people and locations. I got a title. Ready? I got a title for an action game. What? Art Murder. 
Art murder. <laughs> oh, Based man. on our art murmur event that's very popular every month. Someone and someone did get murdered there a little uh, while ago. Oh, too soon maybe. So we could we could uh, we could discover. Yeah, that is true. Who, who did that? I don't but, think uh, I've ever swallowed a chuckle more violently than I did just then. I, I think I think some kind of a. It'd be pretty cool to have some kind of. Actually, wait. I would love to to play through Oakland's history. Yeah. Uh, going from the the early frontier days into the into building it up to be a city to when San Francisco fell down and then they had to come over here to get wood to rebuild houses. Yeah, get wood. Is that why it's called Oakland? Because it's full of oak trees, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, in case our listeners don't know, Brandon, Frank, and Tim all live in Oakland, California. It's true. Which Uh is the premise of this question. Yeah. Um, I'd like to have a game where we destroy San Francisco. Yes. Yeah, I think a tower defense game where you're you're protecting against missiles that are shooting from San Francisco, but eventually you have uh, gamed your missile turret economy well enough that you are able to return fire and destroy San Francisco. They're not missiles, they're like... They're like San Francisco people trying to move here. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's it's, it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of, uh, like... New yuppies from the east, from the, from the Midwest, being like, social games, social <laughs> games. Let's make a startup. Investment banking. <laughs> and and like the 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 tougher ones have the t- two uh, top buttons of their of their uh, mm-hmm. their button up shirt unbuttoned, and they're they're discussing the best ways to get out of a DUI, <laughs> and uh, who the youngest girl they've slept with is. Yep. Oh God. And you just have to you Whoa. gotta you f- you fling uh, myths about Oakland at them so that they'll turn around and go the other way. <laughs> Whoa, danger, <laughs> crime, <laughs> drugs, gangs. I better go back home to mom. I don't want to be a sex slave. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think we got it. <laughs> I think that's the one. <laughs> okay. That, is, that, is, to... that is a made in Oakland game. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think you're done. You want to move on? Sure. Tim, unless you've got right. something specific, we good? Uh, let's go for it. Okay. Let's go okay. For the next one. Which game studio has the healthiest social conscience? Social conscience, huh? That's a tough one. Man, um, there's so many game studios. <laughs> I agree. And a lot of them make like serious games that are beneficial to everybody. I wonder. I mean, hmm. We should limit it to like. You know, I don't know, console game studios or something. Mojang donates a lot of money. Yeah, and they're a console game studio. Technically, yeah, EA has a, has their really good program for uh, persons that have to transition that that want to transition genders. They have like hmm. yeah. the, their health health insurance will pay for that for for gender reassignment. And, and they spon- they sponsor events based on uh, based on the LGBT sort of issues and yep. things. Um, who else we got? Uh, yeah. Well, those are the only two I can think of that like do cool things. Um, yeah. You'll occasionally see people sponsor, you know, like like sending water, clean water to to people who don't have clean water, that sort of thing. But like, I don't know, that always feels like a one-off stunt as opposed to like, you know, the company's DNA. Like, I think EA actually has some socially conscious DNA in it. Yeah. Yeah, and and Mojang, they didn't get that money 
in any way through bleeding people dry. So there's that right. to, to uh, take into account. But they, I don't know. There's got, there are all these social game companies, but I don't know if well, most well, of those say, are like EA I, is such so exploit exploitative that I think that kind of offsets the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. What about serious game companies that do things like games about sex education and stuff? I don't know. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, if, if we're going though. like every game developer in the world, then yeah, it's going to be a, so, a serious game maker that that only does games for change. Yeah. Um. So that's why I was saying we should limit it to. Yeah, we games. should. Yeah, we should limit it to companies which uh, see their primary income from making games for fun. Hmm. Okay. That's a pretty tough one. We it's could probably, also... uh, it's probably Quantic Dream because they teach us how to be adults with mm. their with their with their games for for true adult sensibilities. True. Yeah. I learned a lot about how women think from that scene where a guy pointed a drill at the woman's vagina. It's very adult. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good scene. God, I hate those games. <clears throat> oh, how about socially conscious video game characters? Characters. Boogerman. Yep. <laughs> what makes Boogerman socially conscious? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to mind. For some <laughs> I mean, if he were more socially conscious, wouldn't he call himself a booger person? Uh, yeah, maybe. Nah, but... he's definitely a man, though. But I mean, he, he I, I believe he went on his pick and flick adventure in order to uh, better humanity in some way. Yeah. I suppose. And how exactly were we bettered by that pick and flick adventure? Somehow. Yeah, he farts and stuff. I yeah. Guess. What more do you want? Ronald McDonald in uh, Treasureland Adventures? Yeah. He wants us all to eat hamburgers that stay in our in our stomachs for like two weeks. Sure. Yeah. That's important. Without <laughs> him, how would you know that you're supposed to fill your stomach with cow flesh? You would, there's no way. We, we should all be thankful to Ronald McDonald. This is a really hard question. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I was hoping we'd have more fun with it, but we're clearly not. Let's move on. Socially conscious game studio, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't really I, – I don't trust anybody with, the not for, with a for-profit business. Uh, I don't trust the social conscientiousness of any for-profit mm -hmm. uh, human on the face of the earth. So, in other words, nobody, everyone burns with regard to this question. Everyone, nobody is good enough. That's We're it. all terrible. That's Bad. it. That's really it. Everything, everybody is awful. You want to talk about uh, reverse Kingdom Hearts? No. Too Wait, bad. what? What? Kingdom Hearts' formula for success is its mashup of Final Fantasy and Disney properties. If we synergized in the opposite direction with a popular Western RPG series and Studio Ghibli properties, what would we end up with? I don't think that's the Whoa. opposite direction. Yeah. Okay, Whoa. so like a Western RPG, Western RPG a franchise with a Bethesda what? Elder Scrolls made Studio yes. Ghibli game. Yes. But wait, there's not any memorable characters in the Elder Scrolls games. There's Sean Bean. He was in Oblivion. Right. I'd Sean imagine Bean. Sean Bean would have to be in this game. Okay, so Sean you got, Stewart. You've got Sean Bean, Patrick Stewart, Arrow to the Knee. Those are the three characters they have, right? Yes. Uh, some kind of dragon, I imagine. They got yeah, a dragon. dragon. They got the cheese wheels that you can roll down the hill yes. in massive. 
The uh, Skyrim got... Dragon. Yeah. The Skyrim Dragon is in there. Yeah. Well, I think we're taking Oblivion as a whole thing, so you can get right. that. Elder Scrolls is a is a whole thing, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Elder Scrolls is what It I doesn't mean. have to be Elder Scrolls. I mean, Elder Scrolls well, is the yeah. first one that comes to mind, but... Could be Fallout. I think I guess. Fallout and... Uh, Fallout and Ghibli, just that's not right. I don't no. Know. No. Nah. It, I mean, no, fantasy no, setting works I mean, does, right. does Bethesda have any, like, defined protagonists? No. I think most of these Western RPGs aren't really... They're not. They're they're much more about you as the protagonist than here are some characters. I mean, right. I'm sure people would argue there are a whole bunch of memorable characters in the Mass Effect series. Yeah, uh, there's. But and and then I you could if so. you if you put it together with uh with another uh, with a mash it, as if it were a mashup you could call it Mash Effect. Yeah, you sure could. And you'd have a good time. Oh. Like, and they got some. They got some characters that are not memorable, but certainly have names right. in Dragon Age. That's true. You could get on your spaceship and fly to Ghibli planets. Yeah, maybe I will. You could be that depressing guy from Planescape Torment, the nameless one. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah so get get that depressing dead thing that mm-hmm. uh, hates everybody. Man, why are we so bad at making characters in Western <laughs> RPGs? I don't think it's that we're bad at it. It's just that we don't want to. We'd prefer to. Uh... To Western, let the player yeah. feel like they're the most interesting person. And yeah. in Japanese RPGs, they're like, here are some interesting people that you can meet. Hmm. Um, but they want... Because, you know, if you think about Western RPGs, I mean, to a, to an extent in Japanese RPGs as well, but especially in Western RPGs, you're like the guy that does everything. You right. do everything. Like, you, a cart wheel needs fixing and you fix that and then a dragon needs slaying and you do that and the princess needs saving or a, or a, or a kingdom needs saving and you do all of that stuff. You're the one you're the only active human in the world. Everybody else is just like there, there was this um, uh, AI talk at GDC yeah. about how like you, uh, you know you can go on this quest and do all this crazy stuff, spend a hundred hours doing all these things and the guy in the first town who was fixing his wagon wheel in an AI routine is still fixing the same wagon wheel. You, you've just, like, d- saved the entire universe, and he couldn't even fix one wheel. So yeah. that's, that's, that's you. Uh, so I think... I, I bet in, uh, in, in one of these, whatever this game is, then it would be like, Nausicaa is like, I need help killing these dudes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you just kind of, like, run, and she's just kind of beside you. Uh, and you're just, uh, you've got like a machine gun, you're Mass Effect guy, or Mass Effect lady, uh, and you just have a machine gun, and you're just shooting these monsters. And Nausicaa is just kind of flailing, like swinging a sword, but not actually doing anything. You, you, could, be, you could be shooting your machine gun from on top of one of Nausicaa's uh, flying thingies. So right. who are our three uh, Ghibli characters who are with Can, us? Not Nausicaa, I, I mean, Totoro's obvious, right? uh, Yeah, T- Totoro, Prokoroso. Sure. Oh, so who are the characters with you? Yeah, I yeah. want I want Porco Rosso and uh, and Nausicaa as your two party members. And I was gonna say, so does it? Why does it have to be an RPG? Like Final Fantasy was the popular Japanese game series. Why can't we just have it be Halo? Yeah. And, I guess that would be a closer analog, would right? It? Like like because th- that's the popular American right. series. And then I you want, could call it Halo Bly. Yeah, I want I want Halo because <laughs> I want it to be uh uh you know a game with uh. Good controls and action, 
sort of like a really tight FPS yeah. with uh, with yeah. the Ghibli worlds in it. I'd I'd play the heck out of that. Master Chief shoots up Princess Mononoke and all that. that Master Chief fights a literal flood in Ponyo. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's that's exactly what it's all about. He's and gonna like, he's gonna shoot the flood. Mm-hmm. And he's just driving his warthog through, you know, like mountainous he, towns. Yeah, just driving the warthog around. I'd play that because I think that would be the cool thing to do. He shoots he shoots dust mites out of his uh, out of his gun at at a uh, at at people that can't remember their childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just gets yeah. all over the place, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. He's he's shooting happiness, happiness, and memories into people's into people's minds and souls, but with tight controls. I kind of wonder if Studio Ghibli is the Disney analog here, though. I mean, aren't they the closest thing to Disney that Japan has? But yeah, Ghibli but... is more. I don't know, like like like. Genuine, <laughs> you know, like Disney's more. Yeah, of a... Well, Ghibli is better at it than Disney. Yeah, okay. Ghibli's really good. Ghibli's yeah. really good. But, but Disney is like the really popular thing. Wouldn't that be like, I don't know, I don't like Viz or whatever. I think we w- Viz is a, is mostly That's translating just, stuff, but okay, I think Shonen uh, Jump F- or whatever. Fuji. Okay, TV. okay. If you if you want to get into that, there's there's a. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I would not say Shonen Jump is anywhere near. Uh, I'm just naming anywhere. names that I know. Uh, but you know. Shonen, like Shonen Jump, is uh, published by Shueisha, who publishes like 800 other weekly magazines that are the same yeah. type of. So it might be that, but it doesn't matter now. Tra- but they have no brand identity outside of the individual. Right. So is it is it like a, 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 a should we one up this because we didn't really yeah sure. Um, well, the last two questions kind of got out of early, so let's. So, is it a squad shooter where you're Master Chief and you have Nausicaa and Porco Rosso and someone else? Yeah, I would just say Nausicaa and Porco Rosso. Okay. So Nausicaa has shotgun and Porco Rosso is on the turret and you're driving. No, Porco Rosso is driving because oh, yeah. he's a pilot. He's yeah. the professional vehicle operator. Yeah, so you think, would be on the turret, and Nausicaa would have shotgun. I, w- I would much prefer to be able to switch out between these characters for different Oh, yeah, missions. of course. Of yeah. course. So I would, I would want each, each mission to have one of those characters be the, take, take point on the, on, on the whole situation. Porco Rosso has an airplane that has a second seat, and uh, Nausicaa has her own glider, so there could be air scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's the three of you. With Master Chief as the gunner, I basically just Master Chief blowing up Laputa. You know why the heck not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like taking down those robots, yeah, just shoot, shooting robots. I mean, come on, duh. You got, you got to go chase Hal's moving castle. Yeah. And then you would also this would be the perfect excuse oh, to get a a Studio Ghibli redesigned Master Chief character design. Yeah. So oh yeah. He's been designed as a as a Ghibli character. I mean, that's it right there. I mean, I'd play that. I'd put down fifty bucks for that, probably. Hundred bucks, mm-hmm. maybe. Hundred bucks. Hundred right. bucks. Good. Final answer. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Uh, the Nintendo DS features a video game entitled "My Stop Smoking Coach." That's not Tell me what should yeah. be happening in this game. Man, my stop smoking coach, huh? Yeah, it's a real game. I can pull it up. For uh, you. Okay, so you're it's it's uh it's a game that tracks. Because they, they, I think you can get some geolocation stuff 
in there, can't you? Well, if not, if we'll it's figure in the it cart, out. maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and so it teaches you how to smoke most efficiently and quickly at your train stop before you before you get out to uh, to to ah. to go to your job. So or, it is uh, the, it is the my girlfriend. stop. Smoking yeah. couch. My oh. stop. Smoking couch. Yeah. I see. See, I had I had like a a Japanese romance adventure game, like a teen idol game, except you're in love with a uh, smoking coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the stop smoking coach. So it's my stop smoking coach. So uh, you have yeah. to figure out how to seduce him, and if you, you know, ever have one wrong answer, you just die instantly, and he uh, he, 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 he 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 starts smoking. Yeah. He he dates somebody else. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, you got to get him to prom, and he's he's a track coach at your high school. Right. Uh-oh. So it's actually really gross. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. What kind of example is he setting for the athlete smoking like that? Well. Well, he is the stop smoking coach, but if you screw up, he might start smoking, and then you know, you ruin oh. his life. Can we go all pro and uh, stop smoking? Can I go? Can I get to nationals that way? Is that like competitive? Do they put a whole bunch of cigarettes in front of you and see who can go? In the, the, fiction, in the fiction of this game, maybe, but in real life, no. Right. Um, okay. A- another another thing that we could do is uh, is it could be a sequel to The Last Express, um, mm-hmm. and you're you're in the you're in the coach car. Yep. Um, and uh, it's it's not the smoking car though. Yeah, it's not the smoking car. Somebody in there is smoking. And yeah. you're a you're a uh, trained detective, and you got to figure out who it is. That's my stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to do it before before the smoker says that's my stop. Or is it a guy who's like a football coach who is who is uh, his his clothes are on fire, and uh, it's about his stop at the at the yes. on the train. This is my stop, and he's yep. uh, smoking coach. Guy. It's uh, it's probably all of these. I mean, this is probably it's this game probably had a pretty big budget. It looks like mm-hmm. it did. So I yeah. think. I mean, the full title is "My Stop Smoking Coach" with Alan Carr. Who's Alan Carr? A guy uh, who stopped smoking, probably. Yeah. Well, one, one of the train cars is named after Al, a guy named <laughs> right. Alan. It's, so this it's really a, this lends a lot of credibility sure. to your last express sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the Alan Car. Alan Carr is the train driver. He's the engineer. <laughs> like everyone has a clever train name in the game. Toot toot. Yeah, there's well, John. There's there's uh, yeah Tony Toot. Is, Tony Toot. Uh, <laughs> a Calvin Cowcatcher. What? Yeah. 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 Carl um, Caboose. Carl Caboose. Eric Engine. Sure. There you go. Okay, that's enough. I think we have our game. Yeah. So what, what? I think we have our. I, my stop. So wait, serious, seriously though, let's let let's. What what kind of game would make somebody stop smoking? What does it do? Is it like give you tips every day, or you have a a thing where it tells you how many cigarettes you're supposed to smoke, and it's just it's like a notebook where you're like, I can only smoke ten cigarettes today. Oh well, you know, and you can like track your progress. Is that all it is? It's like a a spreadsheet thing. I think you open up your DS and 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 it's like. Pop quiz: Are you allowed to smoke? And then you hit yes, and it goes, "No, you're wrong. Let's try again." You just keep uh, can the, 
via software, can you convert the DS's mic into a breathalyzer? No, no, no software can't. It would have to be a plugin. Yeah, yeah. I think there a... was a breathalyzer plugin. Really? There? I mean, no not way. not a breathalyzer. No, there's a breathalyzer for the iPhone that was just it was all over oh, the internet yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Right. So, so I remember in in when I was uh, like, there was a game in Japan for the DS that was for uh, it was like my personal finance notebook thing, and it was like you can like give yourself a budget and there was like a diet game like a quote unquote it wasn't a game it was just a one of those portable this was before iPhone apps so sure. my I, I'm, I'm pretty sure my stop smoking coach let me know if this is if this is the right serious answer it's just one of those spreadsheet things where it's like you've smoked this many cigarettes this month versus this many cigarettes it last month is. or whatever it's probably like it's that probably like is. brain age for smoking mm-hmm. does it have any mini games in it at all it must there's got to be something. There's got to well, be some sort of... There. Yeah, absolutely. Wh- why, else, why else would you need... Uh, why else would it be a DS game? There's yeah. got to be, like, like dudes who are smoking cigarettes, like, from a side view, and you use the stylus to, like, slash the cigarette out of their mouth without, uh, without cutting their head in half. That That's would be a good... A good stop smoking. It's like it's, it's probably really stupid. There's probably there's probably mini games based on like things you do instead of smoking. Like there's probably like a chewing gum mini game to yeah. encourage you to chew gum. I mean, I'm serious. Anti drug. Uh huh. I'm gonna have to look it up now. Yeah, this dang game. My stop dang. smoking coach. I'll give it a try for the Nintendo DS. Yes, sure. Maybe I can stop smoking with it. Yeah. God, I hope so. <clears throat> I don't actually smoke, for anybody listening. Lol. That's the end of that story. Good joke. Next question. All right. Bioshock builds itself as a critique of objectivism. Bioshock Infinite builds itself as a critique of patriotism. What will be the next easy, low-hanging target the series might aim for? Sexism. Yeah, there you go. That's what the next one's going to be about. It'll do it all, all wrong. The main character is going to be a guy who builds a city in a space station. Really? Uh, I was thinking either underground 19- or on the sun. No, it's a it's a space station in the 1980s. Yeah. No, no, in 2001, it's going to be a retro no, futurist 2001, a space odyssey style space station, and he has women imprisoned there, and uh, you're uh, <clears throat> some lady who is in a ship. Who crashes into it? And you have to kill all the men who are imprisoning the women. Like, Should, really shouldn't, it be, shouldn't it be during the Cold War? The, the I CW. Well, I, I think. think oh. I think, uh, I, uh, Brandon. This uh, I don't know if you knew this, but 2001: A Space Odyssey uh, <laughs> takes place where the Cold War is still happening yeah. in the year 2001. Yeah, so I guess that's true. Would, so it probably would be during the Cold War, yes. Now, I'm with you on retro-futurist space travel, but I don't think it's circa 2001 A Space Odyssey. I think it's more like circa 50s sci-fi before we'd actually gone into space stuff. It certainly uh, seems like something that's more like what he would do. And it's also something I've like always he, wanted. I mean, to Bioshock. S- yeah, Mr. Bioshock. Yeah. Bioshock guy. Yeah. Uh, Barry Bioshock. Yeah. Barry, Barry Bioshock, right. Um yeah, I, I've actually. I, I think I might might be projecting because I've always wanted to see a retro futury like Star Trek old series kind of game. They'll make one someday. Yeah, that's Don't what I wanted Mass Effect it. to be. For some reason, I started playing 
Mass Effect, and I was like, man, this would be really great if it was like a crappy effects 60s space show kind of look to it. What the heck was Mass Effect? It's just like, know. it's like Star Wars written by a computer. It's like, which is <laughs> better and worse than the Star Wars prequels, I guess. There wasn't quite as much effect in that game as I had been promised by the title. Yeah, it's a very yeah. small effect. Um, okay, so I'm I'm on board with Space Station. We all on board with that? Yeah. Yeah, 80 Space Station, I'm on board. Uh, I'm still thinking sexism, but maybe there's something else. Sexism is a pretty good one. I can't, guy, I can't imagine uh, Kim, yeah, uh, ben, ben, Benjamin Bioshock uh, actually... Benjamin Bioshock is Barry's cousin, by the way. Uh, yeah. And he, he takes over because sure. Barry dies. Uh, and I can't oh, imagine... No. Spoilers. Benjamin, I know, I'm sorry. And I can't imagine uh, Benjamin Bioshock like actually is concerned with sexism. It just seems like the next frontier. So what about if really it's his sister Barbara? Uh, Barbara, Barbara Bioshock. Bioshock, yeah, maybe. I mean, she experiences that pretty often. Yeah, it's it's something she has to deal with every day. But, I mean, what else we got? We got homophobia, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone wants to tackle that because it's too scary for them. I think just discrim- discrimination. I don't know if that's... You could just have, like, a blanket... Yeah, uh, I mean, you could really... You could really... Uh, you could Neil Blomkamp it and just go for in-group, out-group kind of uh, situation where in District 9, aliens are really a metaphor for any kind of group of person. So we're talking a star-bellied sneeches scenario. Not sure I know what that means. The the Dr. Seuss reference. Oh, Oh, Dr. Seuss. Maybe. Maybe. I think... uh... The uh, the new Bioshock Infinite game sort of tries to have some of these themes, and then it doesn't. Sure, it could try harder, I guess. Yeah, I guess they could try harder, but I don't but think they're all. I don't think uh, they want to try harder over there. I think they just want to try again. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> try again, not harder. Try fu- try hard for try hard. They should, the game should be called Bioshock Harder. Is what it should be called. I'd play yeah. Bioshock Harder. I think I think space station probably won't work with their their current prerogative because uh, yeah that'll be system uh, again wouldn't it? Hey, how well, about, it, how wouldn't, about a... it wouldn't look cool enough. There wouldn't be enough stuff. So maybe underground. Yeah, like a mole man sort of thing. Yeah, guys build a, an ant colony. I have a complete uh, derail idea where it's uh, in an insane asylum, um, but you don't necessarily know if it's an insane asylum. And uh, it's about it deals with schizophrenia, and you have to administer shock therapy to everybody. Oh, so it's a Bioshock. It's a Bioshock. Yeah. Mm. Uh. <laughs> no, it, and the moral is shock it, therapy is wrong. It only works that's if right. you're treating them by mutilating them violently, because that's what you do in Bioshock. It's just shocking is the first thing that you do to them, and then you conduct experiments. So you, sh- you shock them with, like, your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. You do get the lightning yeah. power. Yeah. You, you pop them once, and then you shock them twice. And you, once you, you pop, you just cannot stop, is the mechanic. Tim, go ahead. I keep interrupting. Oh, you, you do get the lightning power first in Bioshock, so... Yeah. yeah that is it, true. Is, it is about shocking. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're pretty consistent with yeah. that. That's a real game about people standing in pools of water. And uh, Bioshock Infinite's longest 
side quest, which is not a side quest, but feels like a side quest because it's boring, is about <laughs> is about getting the lightning power. Yeah. So there you go. It's got to have lightning in it. Otherwise, it doesn't qualify as a Bioshock. It should be inside a volcano, though. Oh, that would be good. It's inside a volcano, and it's about a, a, a jerks. There you go. How's yeah. that? Bioshock volcano jerks. Bioshock. Bioshock. Harder. It's, it's it's in a it's it's in a fifties style fifties style tiki movie with giant monsters and stuff, and it's and it's volcano jerks. I love it. I want to say I have I have the mostly forgotten Veruca Salt single Volcano Girls in my head, but it's Volcano Jerks instead. There okay, my, my final answer. My final answer is it's set in a theme park, no, uh, a, a theme park that has been taken over by terrorists, and it is about and it takes place in the 1960s or 70s, 70s, the 70s. Why not? That would give an excuse for good colors, uh, and it would be set in a theme park because th- they just keep trying to make digital theme parks and they're converging with making one that's actually a theme park and it's about consumerism. There you go. That's my final answer. More like nice. meme park. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Bioshock. Bioshock Harder it's called. Yes. Which Belmont is best? Oh man. Hmm. Which Belmont? That's a good question. Uh, the one in California is a pretty good little town. Yeah. I like Richter. Richter Belmont is the best Belmont. Um, because he's got the coolest outfit, he's got the coolest anime, and he also has a non-anime where he's in, uh, drawn in that weirder, more flowery style of Symphony of the Night. So he's got those. His whip is really tough. It looks really heavy, and uh, he's got some good screaming sounds, and uh, he's got some really good controls in Rondo of Blood. And I just I like that he's wearing blue. That's it. That's that's my uh, my coverage for that answer right there. I mean, Richter does have the best name, I think. Yeah, he's a pretty cool Belmont. Um, he's got those special moves in Symphony of the Night where you can do the the the, the thrust up jump. Symphony of the Night as Richter is just great. Yeah, he's, he's doing all those. He's got those bonus moves. Hydro Storm. Yeah, he's he, he's awesome. Um, I do. Uh, well, no, I was I was gonna try to make an argument for for Leon, but I don't think I can. Leon is he the Leon? One Leon's in uh, Lament of Innocence. Lament of Innocence. Mm. The one that was so close to being Castlevania. LOL. Yep. They'll they'll get around so to it. Okay. Who was in um, God darn uh, my favorite one that I forget Harmony of Dissonance? That's just which one is Harmony of Dissonance? <laughs> that's, that's not the HD title. That's the uh... oh, that, it, that's that's the first GBA one. Um, right. Oh, okay, yeah. It's the, that second, was, uh, the second GBA one. That was a uh, Juice oh, Belmont. J U S T E. Yeah, Juice Day. I like Selma Cruz because he was just a total ridiculous person. He's he not a Belmont, Belmont, but Julius Belmont, Belmont in those yeah, games. Ju- Julius good was Belmont. in that, and a really cool thing you can do in that. I saw a, a dude do a uh, a total um, no weapons um, 
beating the fight boss thing. The, the Julius Belmont fight, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I think yeah. the Julius Belmont fight with uh, uh, against Soma Cruz when you're Soma Cruz fighting Julius in that game is one of the best boss battles. Yeah, that I've ever played in a video game. That's the I th- I'd say Julius is the only one I could say could give uh, Richter a run for his money, but I, I I'd still have to place him at number two under under Richter. Yeah, because oh, Richter's just ca- a cool guy. The Castlevania wiki confirms that it is pronounced Juiced Belmont. Yeah. Juiced. Yeah, because he's taken all those uh, steroids. Steroids, yeah. He's Juiced Belmont. He's hacker juiced. Heck mm-hmm. yeah! Um, so I think yeah, probably Richter. He's he's got he's got a friggin' headband. He's got his shirt his shirt sleeves ripped off because he's he's got to make more room for his muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a tough dude. Shirts yeah. just cannot contain that guy. He's he's got a really good whip motion. Really I, good whip. There's a lot of though, frames of animation on it. I really liked the whip motion in um, in uh, Adventure Rebirth. Hmm. Adventure Rebirth. I've, I haven't yeah. heard any good things about Adventure Rebirth. Oh well, I'll tell you some. It's pretty good. That's Adventure Rebirth. Adventure Rebirth, yeah. 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 Adventure. That's that's Ad- Christopher Adventure Belmont. Yeah, there. that's that's when you. Uh, Is that about escaping the womb? Yeah, that's yeah. about that's about uh, experiencing childbirth without epidurals. Wow. Yeah. So um, that, that is the toughest. Whoa. Belmont. Wow. It, it, yeah. it was Christopher Belmont, but he only has that good whip whip uh, animation in in Rebirth. And I'll tell you, just as an aside, Advent, um, Castlevania Adventure Rebirth, it doesn't have the cool music from the original game, but it does have really cool music from a bunch of the other games. It uses a lot of orchestra hits, which are pretty awesome. And it has, if you watch someone play it who's good at it, it has a really it has a real purposefulness to it. Um, there are a couple things that it feel a little superfluous and tacked on, but it's like <clears throat> a game, a 2D game where everything is super precise in terms of motion and distances between things, and where the character walks to the beat is very... That's a good thing for me. Yeah. Christopher Belmont, is he's, he's just like shouldering his way through that game to the beat, and you're like, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, Soma Cruz in the in that DS game. That was his name, right? Soma yeah. Cruz. Uh, the old Soma Cruz. Yeah, he always felt like he was kind of dancing to the music, and if you made him go back and forth, you could actually kind of make him dance. Yes, and I did I, that to him a lot. Yeah, I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. One of them other uh, DS games, you could have a whole bunch of owls, and I, I spent... You could have three owl familiars at once, and I, I definitely made it so that I could have that. I spent, like... Two days grinding to get so so that I could have an two owls perched on either shoulder and one on my head, because that was the best. That sounds pretty good. That's that's completely having nothing to do with Belmonts. So Richter. So the one who Richter's gave the one who gave birth in uh, in uh, adventure birth. Is definitely yeah. The yeah. Chris, Christopher. <laughs> Christopher found a way to give birth. He's he's the first. Uh, the first Belmont that that could give birth as a male. Richter's the best. Yes. That's the end. That's it. Okay. The end. We did it. Uh, we have one more question, though, before we get into the lightning round. So was that a crossover with the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's pregnant? Was it the same method? I believe yes. so, yes. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. It's in the, it's in the same universe. Now, that was an adventure birth, my God. <laughs> sure mm-hmm. was. 
In GamePro Magazine, games would receive a score out of 5 average from individual scores in graphics, sound, control, and a nebulous fourth item referred to as the fun, fun factor. factor. Right. How yeah. would you change or add on to these four categories? Hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd add green. Like the amount of green in the game. Because green's okay. pretty good. Um, blue sky, blue sky. Actually, yeah, blue sky next to the green, but <clears throat> before the green, because it's more important. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, ice. <laughs> like, it'd have an ice rating. Okay. I think um, that the ice rating should be lower is better because ice levels are really annoying. Right, and it's not like, you know, the final score is an average or anything, so you could do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, what else? Mm. Bounciness? Bounciness? Yeah, I like Number of things. trucks? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That, won't be, that won't be like a one to four. It'll be like an actual Toughness. number of trucks. Oh, so, yeah, uh, you, yeah. so you would have given a significantly higher score to big rigs over the road racing. Well, how well, many uh, trucks are in that? Does just the truck score. Thousands. Oh, thousands. Mm. Really? That game's nothing that. but trucks. I mean, there's just one truck. The working, the working title for that game before they decided on big rigs over the road racing at a uh, focus group was nothing but trucks. Oh, man. That would have been better. They, or they could have called it tons of trucks, which it would have also been a good way to go. Man, I don't know. What, what do you add? Uh, you should add... Are we adding one more category? Is that what the question is? You can add or you can change categories... Uh, I would get do, rid of all the categories. Do, okay. I would get rid of all the categories and and have here's what I liked and here's what I didn't like. Hmm. I would here's add, what I uh, just felt basically blah about. I would, I would make I, a, uh, I would make a should you play this game category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. I would add uh, uh, how like Mega Man it is, like Mega Man level. Mm-hmm. That's important to know. I mean, well, okay, so let's really think about our jobs here are to inform consumers, because I'm assuming we're back in, like, the 90s here, right? It's not, like, Internet times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our our jobs here are to inform people whether or not they should go purchase this game at the Toys R Us. Yes. So I think uh, number of trucks is really important to that. Yes. I think we're right on with that. Um, At least it was for me. Um, Bosses, right? Bosses. Yeah, how many, like, maybe it's just yes or no, because we like bosses. <laughs> yeah, sure. bosses question mark is the <laughs> is the category, and the and it's yes or no. Or kind of. Yeah. Because sometimes it's a little, yeah. It can be confusing. Uh, Yeah, man, I don't know. I would give one to the, the physics, because games got to have physics now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, back in the 90s, did they? Or are we just assuming it's current times, but there's no internet? Um, it's the 90s. It's okay. the 90s. So there's time for clacks. So put a time for clacks right. uh, yep. <laughs> thing on there. Time for clacks, clacks question mark. Yes, and it's no. always yes until we hit 2000. It's, yeah, yeah, it's always yes until the 90s or ever. Yep. Time for clacks. What? <laughs> Do you not know that reference? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Okay. Oh, you I don't get, get it. it. Okay. We should explain it for the readers. So um, uh, there there was the, the advertisement for clacks, which I was mean, listeners. Uh, which is an Atari game. Yeah, no one reads. Come on. Um, except us. We read books on this podcast. Um, the, the, there was an Atari games game called Clax. It was a kind of puzzly falling tiles game. It was decent. And uh, the advertisement for it 
said, uh, "What was what were the exact words? It is the ni- it's the nineties, and there's time for clacks." Yeah, it is the nineties, and there is time for clacks. Yeah, <laughs> which so, just doesn't really make. That's how point. that's how you know when it's the nineties is whether or not there's time, <laughs> there's for, time clacks. for clacks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really you know that really sells home uh, why the product is something that you should want to buy. Yes. Future video game historians will fondly look back to the 90s as the Clax era. Yes. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. That brings us to our lightning round, I suppose. <laughs> I guess so, so. We really num- fizzled number out of on trucks. that one. <laughs> number of trucks is really important to me. Yes, number, number of trucks. trucks. And uh, time for Clax, yes or no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, guns. Guys. Guys number, guns. Num- number of different gun types. Yeah, good. They get an extra point for every gun type. Yeah. And the final and then, score is out of, like, 500 or something. We have fun factor already. I'll keep that. That's fine. But there has to be some other factor, too. Like uh, X factor. Fist X. pumps. None the number factor. of times I pumped my fist during playing the game, the number of times I went like this. That would be the ultimate rating system. I think since we're in the 90s, it there should also be a nun factor. So, like, would this horrify a nun and then you want it like like right. Mortal Kombat. The, with the, if the higher the rating, the uh, the more ex, the more the nun's eyes are bulging out. Yeah, That's right. she's 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 lifting her ruler higher and higher. <laughs> oh, and it's the '90s, and it's a video game magazine, so it should be uh, there should be a Street Fighter question mark category. Mm-hmm. There should be a gallons of blood category. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And we should all be on cocaine. Yes. Heck yeah, okay. the that's, that's the 80s. Yeah, let's all be investing in dot-com stocks. <laughs> I'll do it. <coughs> okay, lightning round. Lightning dot round. Dot com. Yep. It's gonna... I'm going to give you the name of a corporate mascot, or just okay. any kind of mascot, and you okay. need to pitch a game for them to star in. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. See you later. <laughs> bye, bye, Frank. Bye, Brendan. <laughs> Okay, Tim, are you ready? It's just Wait, you and what? me now. Corporate game mascot? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to name a mascot, and you have to tell me what game uh, they would be in. Okay. Okay, let's do it. We're start making the... up the games, right? Yes, not, you're, not... Ma- you're making up the games. Good. Let's start with the game for the Morton's Salt Girl. Uh, it's a platform game, and she's got a giant head. And yeah, she platform game, things. and she's she's got a she's got an umbrella that lets her, her, her fall down slowly, yes. and she pours... Her, the enemies are slugs. She pours salt on them. Yep. Cool. Yeah. There's there's rain. It's constantly raining, and the rain goes in different directions. So you have to tilt the uh, this is a console. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like twin the stick. right yeah. analog yeah. stick to uh, to block the rain as yeah. it's coming while you're jumping, and you can only uh, uh, float if you're holding the umbrella up. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if the wind changes, you can kind of uh, fly you diagonally. Yeah. yeah. The Vlasic Stork. Okay, Classic so stork. he's got a giant head. Okay, and, and he's jumping. Yeah, and, uh, and eating fish. No, he's eating pickles. There's okay, pickles. He's, you crunch them, and it sounds really disgusting. He's eating pickles. I, I was. was gonna... Wasn't he a Groucho Marx character? Yes, he was a Groucho Marx okay. character. He okay. is instead a Groucho of, Marx character. They instead of smoking cigars, he uh, he chews on pickles. He yep. smokes pickles. Yeah, he pickles. Oh, lights, up, lights oh. up a pickle. There's a whole uh, sexual area. I don't want to go down there. Pickle smoking. Yeah. Pickle smoking. I think that's it. The yep. Energizer Bunny. 
He just keeps going. It's, it's, it's an endless it, runner. Yeah, it's um, an endless um, runner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Why God. haven't they made this I'm going to pitch that tomorrow. I have <laughs> Google Doc. <laughs> Somebody get Energizer on the line right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they have to have already made it. It's, it would be crazy if they, if, they, if they haven't. That is an insane time. Yeah. Joe Campbell. Joe oh, Campbell. Said, my, my stop smoking coach. My start smoking coach. That's my start smoking coach. Though. My start no, smoking coach. Actually, Is that the prequel they, or the sequel? No, the the oh, the cigarette be... industry actually has to pay for uh, anti-smoking things and stuff like that, so they would actually do this. I think yeah. it would be you know that phyto- phytocracy, uh, the gamified social web experience. It, yeah. would, it would make Smokeocracy starring uh, Joe Camel, and it's like, just log in every day and report how many cigarettes you smoked. <laughs> you get points for it. And you, you get, get, you get, you get Camel points for it. And, you, you can, yeah. and, get, and every you time you log in, you get Joe Camel thumbs up in you. <laughs> Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear is smoke exactly He's the, also in Smokeocracy. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. It's just the smoke. There, you know, um, no joke, there was, uh, from the guys who did the Journey game, there was a Smokey the Bear Atari 2600 game that did not come out. Oh. No, that really? must have been heck yeah. I think yeah. I, I would play a game where Smokey's going around violently beating arsonists with his shovel. Like no, I, think, I think, Smokey, you're flying in an airplane and you're dumping water. You're like a, a flying fire engine that's got like a, a water tank. If a flyer like, engine. You're fire sure. hosing while you're flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're putting engine. out a forest fire. Uh, Colonel Sanders. Uh, oh, you just have to murder yeah. chickens with a machine gun. <laughs> you murder them and then... Uh, the chickens are trying to get revenge. So you haul their carcass into a fryer. He's defending and, his plantation against uh, and, murderous alien chickens. <laughs> And they all look like Alfred Chicken, too. Alfred Chicken, man, heck yeah. That game yeah. was so bad. Did you yeah. ever play it? I did. The Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would definitely be a physics game. Yeah. I think, would... okay, I think this is a game for the, for the Wii where you just ha- you have to poke him in the stomach in the right place in the right Why can't that situation. Connect? Connect, it could be Kinect as well. Kinect is Or DS or iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those, I guess. Uh, yeah, Pokemon the belly in the right situation. <clears throat> Pokemon belly, yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon belly. belly. Uh, McGruff the crime dog. Oh, oh I want to yeah. play this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's got. Don't forget he has Scruff. Yeah. Scruff is his nephew. McGruff, or Scruff, yeah. Yeah. Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, six zero six five two. Right. That's right. It's the address. Um, I it could, <laughs> you know, I would be fine with a whole bunch of different games coming out of this, like a Phoenix Wright yeah. style game. Yeah. Just in uh, any kind of general adventure game, but also, I would love to have like a Batman Arkham Asylum style Scruff McGruff game. He's running around I would, Chicago. I would, I would want it to be an expansion to a Grand Theft Auto game where they connect you up, kind of anonymous multiplayer journey style, with a player who's playing the game, and you're McGruff, and you have to kill the player. Because the player is a criminal, so it's it's kind of a that's actually a pretty good idea for a game. So it's it, actually it, really dark. Like you really go into places that uh, McGruff didn't expect and, to go. And that's kind of what like, APB was supposed to be, actually. Except mm. it sucked, and yeah. uh, it wasn't hooked up to an actual literal Grand Theft Auto game. And it wasn't one versus one. Right. Yeah, it should be one versus one. They, we need to make some sort of. Uh, Grand Theft Auto style game that is like 
like a, a heat style thing where it's one guy trying to kill another guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frito the Linux Penguin. Uh, it's Probably. a game about being a fat guy with a net beard who, neck yeah. beard who complains about things on the internet. You just kind of like poke him and he shrugs. He's like, I don't know. Get off my back, Mom. I, I know for a fact that there are at least 500 open source games starring that penguin that exist yeah. already. Yeah, just one of those. Probably, Probably one of them. Probably one where you slide crates around. Yeah, Miss yeah, Chiquita Banana. Oh, okay, so that's that Samba de Amigo. Game. That's Carmen Miranda's. I think sort of thing, Samba so. de Amigo would be perfect for that. It's a banana with a fruit hat, right? Right. Samba, Samba de Banana. Samba de Banana. No, it's 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 a lady with yeah, a hat. Yeah, it's a lady with a banana. Oh, it's not a banana lady. It, it no, actually is Carmen banana, Miranda, then. Yeah, it actually yeah, is. A, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so she is really good at dancing. Yeah. Um, and She's playing Samba de Amigo. She's in singing. Maybe she's um, leading some kind of revolution. Well, like, I think you want to have, like, the fruit items on your head play a part in the gameplay. Right. I think, I think it'd be 50 Cent Blood on the Sand like, sure. style style Elvis Presley game like Elvis Presley movie video game where you're you're this Chiquita banana lady and you are gunning down uh, banana farmer jerks <clears throat> but your your like your machine them. gun is is a big banana and what if it's yeah. what yeah. if she's yeah. grapes yeah what but, if it's a Miss Pac-Man tie-in and you have to run for Miss Pac-Man because she's trying to eat the fruits on your hat that's pretty mm. good yeah you, you kind of drop fruits to distract her and then yeah, yeah. And you it's can actually, collect more again. It's a Journey-style anonymous co-op game where you appear in uh, someone's Miss Pac-Man game and you're trying to get the fruit before they can. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Sailor go. Jack and his dog Bingo from the Cracker Jacks box. Oh, man. Uh, it's, a, wow. it's, it's, it's a game where you're, uh, you're in, Dip- in Japan killing them Japanese what uh, bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh, right? God. Isn't that when that's from? Yeah, it basically is. Oh God! I don't yep. think about that. Well, there you go. Oh, Are we getting to Bazooka Joe next? Because it's the same game. <laughs> Sailing on a boat. Sailor Jack and Bazooka Joe sounds like a co-op time to me. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. what's, that's what's it. player one, player two. Yeah. All right, next one. What's the next and one? And finally, the Geico Wad of Cash with googly eyes. Oh, not not the gecko. Just the okay, one. No, not so, the gecko. The water cash with Yeah, that's better. Okay, so you don't play as him. He's following you around, and you're trying to escape him. It's like Slender Man. <laughs> oh, Ben, I love that. Yeah, yes. Sure. And, it, and it's kind of like the creepy Watson video, except you game that. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's uh, good. So, so someone in the comments said McGruff should be uh, like L.A. Noir, which I really like. Linari. <laughs> Like and I think there's a PC version of that, right? So I, w- I really want a mod where you play as McGruff now. <laughs> yeah, into it. Sure, I would too. This has been the Insert Credit Podcast. I would like to thank Blaine Brown, our new sound editor, for doing a Maybe. fantastic job and getting our shows out in a timely fashion. We hope to have you around for many months to come. We really like people with the BB initials. So. Yes, I yeah, it's Heck yeah. total plus. Uh, you're the only person on our staff so far with alliterative initials. Uh, we might have to change that. Mm-hmm. Make sure to send your questions and your nominations for best game and best Genesis game to podcastedintercredit.com, which we'll someday uh, elaborate on in a future episode. Uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash icpodcast. You could follow us on Twitter. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank's at Frank Safaldi. 
Brandon's at Necrosofty and Tim's at number 108. And if you're watching us live, which I hope you are, you can hang out with us after the show for a live Q&A session. If you're not, be sure to tune in next week by following us on the aforementioned Facebook and Twitter groups. I'm... Did Alex go silent for anyone else? Yep. Okay. I'm... It stopped with I'm. He's Alex I think, I think he had a. I think he had a moment of existential terror. There is what happened. Okay, so he was Alex Gorbel, Alex Jaffe. Uh, I am Frank Savaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah.